only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Yay Networks. Uh. To be on tune in. To be honest, sit down, we need to have a talk. Cornelius gonna make a point that the others don't. The mother's souls sound the same, come and skate the box. Expand your mind, dig into no controversial topics. He ain't scared to keep it real. Tune into this podcast, but don't be in your feelings. We gonna have a laugh, we gonna talk about some pain. Let's talk about the present situation of today. To be honest, What's up, Stephen Ivy? So, I'm chilling, man. <laughs> Your birthday was good. My birthday was really good, man. Turned a big three five. I'm almost as old as you are, almost, but not close. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm not there, bro. I'm not there. You are but, um, but yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a cool birthday. I, um, my wife rented a pontoon. And so we went out to Marina Del Rey and we rode the pontoon and then I had some friends to come. They flew in uh, from Detroit and had a, a friend who flew in from Atlanta and they all surprised me and we all got on the pontoon and had a good time. Then after that, we went to like this Mexican restaurant that was uh, pretty good. And then after that, I was tired because we did our anniversary, but we stayed down in Beverly Hills. And um, man, when you come out here, bro. I gotta take you this this one this one restaurant, bro. It's Wolfgang Puck at uh Be- at uh Bel Air Hotel. It was just it, it was crazy, man. Dope. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And we, we were dri- we was like driving through Bel Air, and I was like, goodness gracious, these houses are sick. It's crazy, man. I um, it's funny you say that because I'll actually be out there next week. I'm actually coming to um Ventura, so Ventura. I don't know where that is. I don't know what it is on the I'll, I, I, I look for it on the map. You got to you got to show me. You got to tell. Okay, Ventura. I, I, I'm gonna look that up. See how far that yeah, is. How, how long will you be here for? It's a suburb of uh, Los Angeles. Um, uh, I'll be there Thursday. I forget what time I get in, but Thursday through basically Saturday because I leave early Sunday morning. Okay. Well, well, we have some time, man. We can get some lunch or something. Um, not in LA proper, but on the outskirts, definitely can come out there, but man, I appreciate you being on here with me, bro. We, yeah, uh, man. We, we, <laughs> so I, I had a, I had a guy who, um, who I was, I was originally talking to and texting with. So he served and so I guess he currently serves in the military and, um, you know, we had, we were having very engaging conversations. So I said, Hey, let's, let's jump on the podcast. Let's talk about it. And I think, well, his message was in part that he kind of got cold feet because he doesn't want to go on record as saying anything gotcha. since he still, since he, he actively serves in the military, which I can understand, you know, you don't, you don't want to get put out there in that. But, um, 
So yeah, man, I, 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 you know, I've been talking about other stuff, but right now I want to talk about Afghanistan. I want to be able to share like some things that I think and uh, going from there. But before I even begin, like Mr. Mr. Stephen Ivey, like, what do you, what do you think about all this craziness? I mean, and just to be fair, you you're, know, you're, you said you're a moderate Democrat or Republican. I can't remember which one you said. <laughs> yeah man i am not uh um, are we gonna go party affiliation on this one or what are we gonna do <laughs> yeah we're, we ain't gonna do no party affiliation oh, whatsoever gosh. i am not leaning towards any side oh, on this gosh whatsoever but Tell me what you think like like bare bones hard truth what do you think um you know i feel like this is not a new thing Right. And what I mean by that is, I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people like upset about our withdrawal from that area. And um, the reason why I say it's not new is because I feel like we've been talking about this for a long time. I feel like we've been talking about the United States getting out of that area for a long time. Like, this is not new information. It's not like, oh, man, you know, why would we do that? We've been talking about doing that. Yeah, we have. For a long time. And so um, I think that the way it's had to happen isn't ideal, you know, for either party. I think primarily because we care about those people uh, in Afghanistan. But I think um, it's not something that the U.S. is primarily responsible for at this point. Like, like we are not responsible for handling every country's issue. That's also a a highly criticized part of this too. Like, you know, people are always criticizing the United States about our involvement in other nations' affairs for no apparent reason other than the fact that we think we can help everybody. And um, we got Chicago killing each other every day and (laughs) we're over in Afghanistan trying to help them get their lives together. So, I mean, I I just think ultimately, I hate the way it happened. Of course, you know, if you've got a soul at all, you hurt for the people of Afghanistan who feel like now that they're under Taliban rule that, you know, they're not going to be able to live their lives the way they want to and could utterly, uh, uh, ultimately face death. But, you know, and that's sad. It really is. And I think that's like a United Nations issue, not an American issue. Not mm-hmm. America needs to be the one to come in and swoop in and help save everybody and show them how to have a military and blah, 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 which we've been doing for over 20 years. <laughs> it's like at some point you got to want to help yourself. And yeah. uh, if you're not willing to stand up to the Taliban, then why should we? Oh, and, you know, honestly, we're going to stand up to them when they come over here. <laughs> right. But when they come over there, like, well, why, you know? Well, and, 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 I, and I, I say this to say I agree with you. I think the past administration, the, the idea was America first. So it was, hey, we need to we need to stop some of these uh, costly wars and we need to pull mm-hmm. out. So, you know, the past administration, the goal was to reduce the number of troops, to ultimately eliminate, ultimately get, you know, take take ourselves or moves our, uh, remove ourselves from the situation in Afghanistan. And I believe that, you know, the past administration was able to get the troop, the troop number down to about twenty five hundred. The I, I don't think anybody well, I, I won't say anybody. I don't think most people are upset at the fact that that is that we've been pulled out that we pulled out because I mean it, this is this is a twenty year war. I remember when 
I remember when, you know, the Iraq uh, situation happened. I remember when uh, 9-11 happened. I remember the the invasion. I remember all of those things. I remember Zell Miller, who was a Democrat at the time. He stood up uh, at the Republican convention and he was talking about John Kerry and John Edwards. And he said, you know, nothing makes this Marine matter than calling American soldiers uh, occupiers and agitators. And so, you know, we don't we the goal of America is never to be an occupier. We don't want to occupy places, even though we are we are scattered abroad. We have military bases in a lot of places which are extremely strategic. Um, Yeah. But, you know, with with when it comes to Afghanistan, I mean, it's been it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years of us, you know, pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. So I don't think that I don't think for most people the issue is so much coming out of Afghanistan. I think most people will agree. OK, 20 years, we, we need to we need to come out. I think that I think the issue comes in is with like you like you mentioned how it was done as swiftly as it was done, as poorly as it was done. Which, you know, because the threat was, I remember the Pentagon came out a couple of days ago and the Pentagon said that there is no, the Taliban, t- Taliban really uh, has no threat. There is no threat. We're, it's not a threat. It's going to, everything's going to be fine. And then, you know, in the, in the span of one to two days, all of a sudden it's the Taliban just took over. And now the Afghan president, he just popped up in the United in the United uh, Arab mm-hmm. Emirates. So he's over in the Emirates, you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the Afghan president is gone. And now the Taliban is in the presidential palace. And, and now, you know, much of their policies and stuff like that, that they've, you know, that Afghanistan has kind of pushed forward, has kind of has come back. Uh, reports are saying the Taliban has gone out and they have, they've started killing soldiers who work with Americans. They're killing journalists. They're killing, um, they're killing uh, interpreters. They're killing translators. They're not just killing them, but they're also killing their families and they're selling off their daughters to the leadership of the Taliban ultimately for sex and all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's, it's a horrible, it's a horrible, horrible situation. But but, okay. So let, let me ask you this question because I'm, I'm, I'm watching this and, and two things I'm going to, I'm going to ask you. The first thing is, do you believe this is a, because some news media, they're putting this as a humanitarian crisis. Do you, do you believe this is a humanitarian crisis or do you believe this is a terrorism crisis? Like which one of the two do you believe it is? I'll ask that question first and I'll get into the other one. Well, I mean, the Taliban is a terrorist organization. Right. You know what I'm saying? Their goal and their aim is to conquer, subdue, and um, create a scenario where the world ultimately uh, sees the dominance of their ideals. Because that's what they're really pushing is ideology. You know, it's not just about control only. It's like, this is the way we think. This is what we believe, and we're willing to die for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, so obviously, them even the the force of them taking over, you know, the government of Afghanistan is a form of terrorism mm-hmm. abroad. I mean, it's definitely what it is. I mean, the, ultimately, the way I look at this is like the same way I look at Sudan, the same way I look at any other country that goes through these, you know, civil. Um, wars and civil disputes and, and things that go on for years and years and years. It's just like how much of that ultimately what is going to pull it out to me is how much of that 
is the U.S.'s responsibility. You know what I mean? It's just not our responsibility to fight the world's problems. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just at the end of the day, I hate what's happening there. Every single item you mentioned about, you know, uh, journalists and people. I feel like if there's an American soul over there that's being held hostage or blah, 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 we need to do what we can to try to see if we can create scenarios for those people to get out. I'm not saying leave Americans over there to die. You know what I mean? Um, I think we should do what we can in any situation where there's someone being held hostage or, you know, someone who's a citizen of the United States who, you know, is supposed to, uh, at least at one point in time, they had free reign to do what they were doing and now they don't you know, um, because things change. I think we should save American lives at all costs, yeah. including our troops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, if, if, if the previous administration reduced the number of troops on the ground there enough by whatever intelligence they were getting, because clearly they had enough intelligence during the Trump administration to say, hey, this is a safe thing to do, right? And some of that same intelligence is in place now over there, giving saying, "Hey, yeah, no, tell no, no. be fine. We'll Pentagon. be good." This, these are these. But are, you see what I'm saying? I, 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 see, I see what you're saying. But let me say, what I'm saying is, they're they're getting intelligence from somewhere. It's not like new people come in and lie. Like wherever they're getting intelligence from, they're getting it from. Yeah. And I think there is, you know, well, potential. this is Joe Biden's decision. I mean, Joe Joe said in the interview. He he said he said in a press conference. He said he said, you know, the buck stops with me. He owns it. You know, VP uh, Harris said she, she was in the room. She was the last one with him. So, I mean, he, he said he said he owns it. And and, you know, rightfully so. I think that one thing that you said, you know, a couple of things I agree with you on. Number one, that we need to we need to make sure we take care of Americans that are there. I also believe that number two, we need to take care of those individuals who helped American soldiers. That's the reason why I mentioned the translator. I mentioned the journalist. I mentioned those individuals that while American soldiers were on the ground, you know, there were translators who helped to who helped to push, you know, who helped to push agendas, who helped to who helped Americans to be able to understand, you know, the Afghans, who who helped Americans to be able to, you know, get in and through a different cities and different communities and be able to relate with people. Those are our allies. And again, going back to the way that it was done, I wish those individuals would have been taken out. We have t- we could have taken out them, could have taken out their families first. And then leaving the troops in last, just taking out those individuals and, 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 you know, continuing to just, you know, flush those, uh, flush them out because they are, those are our allies. And the reason why I think that is so important is because it paints a bigger picture to other countries where America is inside of the country. We have allies, we have interpreters, we have translators, we have people who are, who are, who are, who are helping American agents to push American ideology. And if we, if we leave, if we if we've left them in Afghan, if we left them in Afghanistan, I mean, what's to say that you know somebody in Russia who's like, well, I'm here, I'm here trying to help y'all, but y'all might leave me. I don't know right. if I can trust y'all. I think it's a bigger, so, uh, it's a bigger issue. I, I don't know if I have all the details, but I mean, it doesn't seem like there was a lot of time to to make that type of decision. Yeah, because know? he pulled out so doggone fast. But I'm, that's what I'm he saying. He got in there and hit it quick and, and left. I, I think. I, I feel like at some point, you know, when the, the takeover starts happening and you realize we're not equipped with who we have here to face 
this level of attack, at some point you do have to just make the decision to withdraw. It's like I'm putting at risk the lives of all of my soldiers on the ground over there. Like at some point you go, do I stay or do I leave? If I stay at suicide, yeah, we got to leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? And again, I mean, I feel what you're saying and I agree. I do agree. But I don't know that we have all the intelligence to know that that's exactly how it went down. Well, I mean, so from, like, from, okay, at from, the end of the day, you make a decision. You have to make it quick to right. preserve life. <laughs> right. But, but from, but from what, from what we've read and from what, from what we've been, well, from what we've been provided, it was, he reduced it down, pulled the soldiers out and then realized, oops, bad mistake. And then I think it was sent 6,000 more soldiers back in. He had to send soldiers back in because of the unrest to try to, to try to calm it down. And, and so my, my thing was, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the intelligence that led up to it. I, w- I wish I was been in the meetings. I've, I've heard some of the interviews of people who said, you know, I warned them. I've been trying to tell this administration. I was trying to tell them to get the people out first, get those people out first. And I believe that, I mean, I believe that, you know, before, before we just pull out all of our troops, that we take the time to really begin to, you know, really begin to take those individuals out. Cause I think it's, I think it's a bigger issue, but now moving on to this thing, Stephen, let me, so let me ask you this. So, I think the open border is, is, is a, is a big issue. Okay. I think the open border is a bigger issue. And now for me, I'm going to say for me, it becomes an even bigger issue right now with Taliban, you know, on CNN, they were saying, you know, CNN that is so crazy. They were shouting death to America, but the journalist was like, but they seem like really nice people. <laughs> I just don't yeah. understand that. I don't understand yeah. the hypocrisy, but anyway, the, okay, yeah. so with, I mean, so with I, that, I, I that and the clear. open borders, do clear. you see a correlation? I'm, well, here's the thing: I honestly don't know a lot about the the open borders. Come on, Steven. Yes, you do. Come on, I don't. Come on, man. You like you and I have the best <laughs> political conversation. You tell them you know nothing about the open border. You tell <laughs> you, you nothing about the open border. You, you can go down to an open border right now. You can you can take a whole trip to Venezuela. Ain't nobody gonna stop you. <laughs> who go, who gonna stop you? Take a whole trip to South America. Who gonna stop I mean, you? I really. You can walk straight knowledge. from El Paso to to Juarez and you'd be all right. <laughs> who gonna stop you? <laughs> so much you don't know about I mean, the. Come on, I, bro. I don't know, man. I I, I just haven't heard that. Oh, I haven't heard Lord. that. I literally haven't heard that, man. As far as I know. Where where, have. where where have you been? Bible. You've been in the Bible. You said you've been in the Bible. You don't read no Bible. You don't read no Bible. How do you, did you just lie on God like that? You said you've been in the Bible. I've been in the Word. Oh no, Mm-mm, no. But no, man, scripture I, I and verse. Real, what chapter you on? Man, real, <laughs> See, you can't name your chapter. Realistically, man, no, no. realistically, I just feel like I feel like when it when it comes to 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 open borders in America. Yes, I, I don't think anybody should just have the authority to free flow in and out of this country without checks and balances. Of course, I don't think any American thinks that. You know, um, I think our policies on um, immigration and citizenship in this country just have a lot of work to do. You know, the way that we get people in and out of this country and how we do it matters, you know, because again, talking about the way it makes us look to the rest of the world. America's supposed to be that land of the free and the home of the brave, where I can go find solace, where I can go find opportunity. But we don't really create a clear path or at least one that makes sense 
for people who are trying to do that. But in the long in the long run, I think our first priority is the safety and protection of citizens that do reside within this country and putting that first. So, I mean, that's how I've always felt about the border. That's how I've always felt about immigration. I don't know if that ties into your conversation here, but that's how I feel about it. So, and the only reason why I bring it up is because, um, do you remember the um, the terrorists who uh, came into America and ultimately hijacked the airplanes? And I know some people can say it's an inside job, whatever. But you remember the terrorists who hijacked the airplanes, they hijacked the United airplane that went, that the two airplanes that flew into the World Trade Center, and then the, the airplanes that flew, uh, I think it, they tried to hit, I think they hit the Pentagon, which for yeah. the life of me, I can't understand how an airplane, how a commercial airplane would ultimately hit the Pentagon. But nonetheless, um, you remember how they, how they got into the country? No. Now, if my memory serves me correctly, they got in through through the border. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And the reason why, the reason why, you know, I think this is such an, a reason why I bring this, I bring this conversation up. I'm not uh, here. I'm not, I'm not talking about immigration policy at the moment. I'm talking about the threat to America. Yeah. When I hear people and, and I, when, when I, when I saw this happen, the Taliban took over Afghanistan. The first thing I thought was there will be another, there, there, there will be another 9-11 attack. At least there will be many attempts to give another 9-11 attack. And you know, an enemy is going to is going to always find the the easiest way to 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 get in, and the easiest way for them to get in. I mean, if they go by if they go by airplane, they're going to get caught. If they go by ship and they dock somewhere, they 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 just they just might get caught by the by the coast guard. Um, however, if they fly into South America or they fly into Mexico or they fly into those places, they blend in. They come in through the border, and then they get into America, and. Mm-hmm. When that happens, now they become, you know, they, they now become part of part of society without, you know, seems to me, you know, no, no stringent checks and balances. At that point, they can then have a field day. You got to remember, we have we have Blackhawks over there in Afghanistan that we left behind. We have brand new tanks. We basically left them Christmas. 
They have guns. They have everything that they need right now. I mean, they have missiles. They have everything that they need that was ultimately Americans. And all, a lot of that stuff, I would think, was probably brand new because we just passed a bill that ultimately, I mean, the past administration, his whole thing was passing a bill that would ultimately increase the military because his whole thing was, I need to increase our military and increase our defense systems. So a lot of that stuff over there is probably brand new. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm a Christian. I believe by faith. I think my reality in me says the open border spells a problem that where they are in Afghanistan, they're already thinking we're going into the open border. They get into the open border and then boom, something else happens in America. I mean, there's certainly a possibility of that. I mean, I think re- realistically speaking, um, there's always a possibility of that. Even if they didn't come over here with one weapon, like the people with 9-11, they didn't have to come over here with any weapons. They came over here, they assimilated into our society, they waited till the right moment, and they struck whenever it was time was right. So I think there's always a possibility of that happening, regardless. I think ultimately, though, you know, <laughs> this, this is going to sound whatever. I just feel like, honestly, Yes, we need to be able to protect ourselves from people outside of America. I don't think America does enough to protect us from the people within America. (laughs) (laughs) I can't argue with you there. I can't argue with you there. Citizens kill each other. I can't deal with it, man. To me, white radicalists are the most dangerous terrorist organization in the world. Yeah, but we're more concerned about Afghans right now. I, I, I personally need to make sure I don't get killed when I go to church. I'm just being honest. So at the end of the day, I feel you. I understand that. And and again, if, if that's how they're going to do it, they're going to find a way to infiltrate, even if it's through a long game approach. Let me get into America the right way. Let me assimilate into this society. Let me wait until the right time. They'll, they've, they've done it before. They could do it again, man. And that's just, that's just the luck of the draw. That's a part of America being America. But at the same time, you know, um, I do still feel like we have the strongest military on the face of the planet. And I believe if, if uh, some people came over here with some ruckus that America would be able to protect itself and not be taken over by an outside government. You know what I mean? Um, I just cannot see that happening uh, in today's time. Um, So I'm not fearful of those things, but at the same time, man, I'm actually more concerned about the people within these (laughs) borders than I am about the Taliban. Hmm. I mean, hey, I, 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 I get it. And I, and I, I, I definitely hear you. I definitely do hear you, man. I hear you. I, I think that, um, I think that there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot, but, and I, I, I just have to say this too. I think that, um, with everything that's going on in the world right now, America just looks less stable. And, for America to be the superpower. How so though? How so? What do you mean? How so? We have, like we, so? Have the, like, we have how- the, we have the threat. We have the threat of inflation. We have right now you have, you have this, this whole vaccine uh, rollout thing where you have this clear divide that's taking place right now between, between anti-vaxxers and vaxxers. Uh, you have, you have political parties that are at, uh, I mean, that are stern at odds. I mean, 
I mean, it was what, I mean, I would, I'd probably say 20 years ago where at least you had, you would have some, some sense of, of, of a partisan, partisan politics or not partisan politics, but you had, you had, you would have some sense of, you know, not just voting right along partisan lines. It was, it was some, it was some sense of camaraderie. Nowadays, you don't have that. You have, you have extremism, which I believe is on both sides of the aisle right now. You have you have just what you mentioned right now. You have you still have riots and stuff that takes place uh, takes place into streets. Uh, you still have you still have people who are getting gunned down in a lot of major cities. Uh, I mean, major cities are literally at war. You have politicians that are, in many cases, I I feel like they're just kind of turning their nose to a lot of different lot of different things. We have a trillion dollar. We we've already passed what a trillion dollar package. We're getting ready to possibly pass another one that's ultimately going to take money away from you know our our our, our kids' kids. I mean, it's it America in itself does not, in my opinion, look like we're we're super strong. We have yeah. we have a plethora of issues right now that are taking place, which that's why I agree with you. I agree with you that, you know, America, we cannot be we cannot be the savior for the world. That was the past administration's thing. That was Donald Trump's thing. He was like, we can't be the savior for the world because we got to take care of America. America first. We need to put America first. We need to take care of our cities. We need to take care of our people. We need to take care of this. And that's why, you know, I was in agreement with the diamond plan or the platinum plan that Donald Trump was trying to give, which he was trying to give. It was five hundred billion dollars or five hundred million, five hundred billion dollars to, to the black community to be able to assist the black community. Those are the things that I believe that we have to start concentrating on right now. You know, we have, we have, we have things where we're talking about pronouns and we're talking about other things. It's like, I don't, dude, I just, I'm trying, we, 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 I think I believe right now that people, I mean, people around the world are looking at us and they're like, what the heck is wrong with y'all? Nobody wants to come oh, to America. Absolutely. I mean, but, but see, that's, but that's, that's not new. Like they've been thinking that for a long time. We've been the only ones in our own la la land thinking that we're still, you know, some city on a hill that everybody like, no, like the reality is the, the rest of the world doesn't look at us quite scrupulously. At the end of the day, the only thing that we have is opportunity. And I know opportunity means a lot because those are the countries that don't have it. But at the end of the day, as a country, we don't love each other. You know, you're talking about vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers and, you know, how things used to be at a certain time. I think America, because of the way we've set up democracy and freedoms, quote unquote, you should see my air quotes going on right now. <laughs> you know, the way we set up freedom, everybody wants to be free and just do what they want to do. You don't want nobody telling them. So, so it's like, if I don't want to wear a mask, you shouldn't have to tell me to wear it. And if I don't want to take the vaccine, you shouldn't have to tell me to take the vaccine. And if, I mean, all, and that's cool. Nobody thinks about the overall common good of one another. That's America's problem. We're so free. We don't care. We literally don't care. Don't tell me what to do. Just don't you tell, don't try to influence your thoughts on me. I don't care if y'all are dying out there. I don't care if everybody's getting, a, I don't want to do it. So you can't make me do it. That's how we think. Well, okay, but but even but even but even with that, because I'm 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 all for I'm all for for liberties. I mean, you know, the the crux of I think the libertarian uh, philosophy is the idea that we have our own civil liberties, and and while that is the case, I think I think the argument can even can even be made on the on the other end where it is some things that that certain people want you to agree with them on than other things that they're like, well, I don't mind if you don't agree with me on. Like, I think when it comes to anti-vaxxers, like the anti-vaxxers that I know and also the vaxxers that I know, like anti-vaxxers and they're like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. And they used it. They used the phrase, my body, my choice. 
Well, you have vaxxers who, like, I know somebody who is who believes in vaccines, uh, but who is strong, like, who is who is strongly for abortion, and and she believes, you know, and she believes in pro-choice. And my thing was with her having a conversation: How can you, in your own ideology, believe that it is okay for this woman? to choose to, to make a decision for her body, but you won't mm-hmm. let this couple over here choose to make a decision for what they put in their body. Her response was because this couple is killing people. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, <laughs> that, that, but, but this woman wow. over here is going to, is going to ultimately yeah. terminate a life. And then right. that comes into terms. So I think we need a whole new podcast about this because what I think is happening right now is one thing. And that is dehumanization. We are dehumanizing 100%. everyone. Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We dehumanize the, 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 the baby in the womb, and we, uh-huh. no, we no longer call it a human. And when we consider it less than human, it becomes easier to terminate them. The same Absolutely. way we dehumanize the, the anti-vaxxer. We make them seem like they're, yes than, they're less than human. They're murderers. I, my, my wife, we have, we have a friend who said that her father called her a murderer because she won't get the vaccine. That's dehumanization. Yeah. I'm not a murderer. That's dehumanization. Yeah, so I think, I think it can go either way. I think that whole concept of, of liberties, it's like if one side is going to say we need to stand up for liberties and pro-choice, then that should, be, that should be synonymous all the way around, not just when it comes to things that matters to them. I agree with you 100%. I mean, what's fascinating to me is the, is the people who would say, and I'm one of them, right? The people who would say, hey, I don't want to, uh, take the vaccine, right? That's okay. What kills me is when that same person also refuses to even wear a mask. I, don't just tell me to not put something in my body. I don't care if it's not about my body. I'm not going to do anything <laughs> that would help serve the common good, even wear a mask. We don't even don't know if it really serves the common good. I mean, Fauci didn't even say it served the common good. He said the masks come don't work. Stephen, Stephen, Fauci said he said the mask. Look, I, the land. Stephen, Stephen, I, I wear I wear no my mask issue. on the plane. I wear my mask wherever it is mandatory. I wear my I, mask, and I believe that. I agree. I, I agree. I'm, I'm going to wear it. But we have to go back to the emails. Remember, in the emails, he said that the COVID part, the COVID, the COVID particle, a, a, a particle, whatever it is, is was too small. They were so small that they go straight through the mask. That's why people were. That's why he said wear a double mask and even sometimes a triple mask. Listen, I I know what 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 has the information that's been out there. I get it, and look, in the information, we, we can all agree that the information has changed multiple times because. I believe they just didn't know. They were learning. They're finding out. And look, we know we don't know. We ain't met, we ain't scientists. We're not doctors. So I'm leaving it to the professionals to, to, to be able to learn as they go. I, I, that's all we can do is, is take the information that we can find out and what we've known over the years about viruses. But come on. I mean, who's going to finally have enough humility, regardless of our freedoms, to say, because you're one of you're one of the the, the few that I know, you know, who are, you know, that, that, that are saying, hey, you know what? I'm willing to wear my mask on a plane. There are people belligerently refusing to wear a mask on a plane. 
There are people belligerently refusing to walk into establishments and wear a mask that say, hey, we actually mandate that you wear a mask here, which they have the right to do. And so when you see those kinds of things, you just know there's an undercurrent of uh, people in America who just simply want to be free more than they want to serve the common good. And I get it. I understand. There's no, there's, I'm not saying don't have liberty. But we've got to wrestle with that demon at some point because that's what that unity, come on, <laughs> is what makes a nation strong. And I think we need to stop calling ourselves the United States of America because at this point we're the divided states of America. And that's just the simple truth. It's been that way for a long time. And I and I, I agree with that. And for that and for that we'll we'll come to a close. Um we'll come to a close on it. But yeah, and I and I, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Um only thing I, I, I and if you want to respond to this, you definitely can. The only thing that I'll, I'll, I'll add to that is, I don't. I have no problem. I have absolutely no problem with the government suggesting that we do things. We wear a mask. I have no problem with the government suggesting we get a vaccine. I have no problem with the government suggesting we do all those things. The problem comes in for two things for me, Stephen. Number one, with mandates. I don't believe the government should mandate a doggone thing. I don't, I don't like, I don't like government intervention. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all like, I'm the kind of person I'm all for abolish the IRS. <laughs> I, I am. I just don't, I don't, I don't like it. I mean, I, I hate that. So I'm, I, I'm, ta- I'm taxed on the money that I make. I'm taxed when I buy something from the grocery store. I'm, ta- I'm taxed all the way around. And I look up and my streets, my streets still have potholes in them. Um, my police officers still don't get paid a lot. My teachers are still struggling to, to, to stay alive. I, I, I just, you, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. So I'm asking myself, where are all, where, where are the dollars going? Okay. Let, let, let's follow this. So that's, that's the first thing. So I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't get down, can't get down with the mandates. The second thing is, is that dude, at some point we have to let people be able to make their own decision. And, um, and that's just, that's not, that's not, that's not something that, that a lot of people want right now. So. Well, I, I do have a response to that and it's probably not going to be what everybody wants to hear. <laughs> But I'm going to be honest with you. We want you to be honest. It's to be honest. I, I agree with you that I don't feel like the government should be mandating things for our body. Right. I'm 100 percent with you. Mandating a vaccine at this point goes against the freedoms of our own bodies, the wills that we have, the minds that we have to govern our personal self. I, I, I can't get down with that piece. Right. However, whenever the government doesn't do that and they make strong suggestions, hey, we really highly suggest you get the vaccine. Hey, we really highly suggest that you guys socially distance. Hey, we really highly suggest that you guys wear masks for the love of God. What happens when you try to govern an entire nation of people who don't want to follow suggestions that would potentially Save their lives. You leave them alone. That's what, <laughs> what you do. Happens, you leave them alone. What happens? You leave no, them alone. They don't want happens, to. No, you, you can't do that. Yes, you can. The, They're grown. Listen, you, you're grown, Stephen. But listen, you can't a kid. do that if, you're, if your ultimate goal is to preserve the Stephen. lives of Stephen. American people. Stephen. 
you on. cannot just be like, well, they're free. Let as healthy as you are, Stephen, you, you can't. You, you can, know this listen, is. You know this is no, not a health crisis. Saying. Okay. Listen, no, this is what okay. I'm saying. This is what right. I'm saying. Okay. okay. All I'm, I'm saying listening. is we can't get mad when they say stay yo behind at home. We can't yes, be we mad can. when they say you can't go anywhere because you refuse to follow our. Yes, suggestions. we can. You can't be mad when they say, guess what? <laughs> We're shutting this down again. We're about to have another lockdown. You can't be mad. Yes, we can. You won't follow the suggestion. <laughs> the Houston Divisional did the same thing. I'm not going to go and preach it. But I'm just saying, like, that's literally what we do. We have all these liberties, and we get it. We're free. But we're boundaries are not bondage. Come on, man. No. no here, but, are here, not here. bondage. Okay. But but Stephen, okay. but Stephen, this is this is change. not this is not you 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 know you know this is not a health crisis. This is political. If this if this was about this is about real American People health. Are dying, bro, 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 bro. Listen, I, I, and and I get that, and I, everybody says that. I'm, I'm not taking away from that. But you know, okay, this is not a health crisis. If this was a, if this was if balance. this was a health crisis, we'd be talking about we'd be talking about heart disease. We'd be talking about people's diet. We'd be talking about we exercise. Well. We we, we, but, but that's the problem. That's that. That's where the issue lies. The issue lies in the fact that our immune system is crap. We're not getting enough vitamin D of being outside. This is this is this is the, if we're if we just push pharmaceuticals, then now I have to come to the conclusion. I had to ask myself, who's making money on the back end? Who's pushing yeah. Pfizer? Who's pushing Johnson and Johnson? Who's pushing those corporations? Who's pushing them? Who, who, who's pushing Moderna? Who's getting paid this? Because somebody's making some bread right now. Oh, yeah. if, if this for if sure. this was a if this was really about health, then you know what we be we be giving insulin for free. If this was really about health, we'd be giving chemotherapy for free. If this was really about health, then we'd actually have health care in this country that could actually work for the people. One hundred percent. And that that so that's where my issue lies. Again, suggest suggest suggest. I know people are dying. I know people who have died. I know people who've gotten. I know people who've gotten sick. I know people who've also recovered. But here's the thing: if this was really about health. Then we would we would we wouldn't be passing out free donuts for anybody who gets a vaccine. This is really about health. We wouldn't be giving away free beer or giving away cigarettes. If this was really about health, then we close we 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 shut down things. We say no alcohol sales on the weekends so that we can cut down on the alcohol consumption. This is really about health. Then we would start to pull away from unhealthy measures with fast food and stuff like that. We would start pushing a real health agenda. So I'm gonna bring you back on. So we can talk about that because you don't we make need to me talk wrong. about that. <laughs> I, I, I will. I'll push you back on so we can continue this conversation. We need to talk about that. You know, this ain't, this, bro, this is not a health crisis. This is not Listen, a health crisis. This is political. I, I agree. But, you know, to your point, if it's about freedoms, quote unquote, then this is that's about, why this they're is not political. doing That's why they're not doing anything about it because they're like, People go make their own food choices. They don't have to eat unhealthy, but they, and I agree that's food. That's all. The, well, mandate good food choices. Man, right, mandate right. that. Yeah, come on. I'm mandate mandate exercise. All about that. Mandate yes, everybody. Sir. Everybody in America, you got to walk. You have to walk every day at come least on. a mile. Incentivize because people are fat. People are overweight. They're obese. Their immune come system on. is compromised, Agreed. and, and their, their their stress level is high. So of course, when you get sick, of course you're gonna of course you're gonna be in the hospital in the ICU. You you have you have a compromised immune system. Your body, you're overweight. You eat like trash. Of course, you're gonna have an, you're gonna have a compromised immune system, and it's Absolutely. gonna it's gonna ravage your body without a doubt. Without so. a doubt.
I'm gonna bring you back on. Let's We're gonna talk, talk about, about this, bro. It. I love you so much. I love the conversation <laughs> we have because they get intense, and I love it, man. All y'all out there to be honest, land man. I appreciate y'all always rocking with me, always joining me. Yo, make sure you share this with one or two of your cousins. Let them know, yo. We talking about we talking about Afghanistan, and we also talking about mandates and stuff in there too. My brother had to bring it up, so we had to talk about it. So y'all, man, I love y'all so much. God bless y'all. Make sure y'all stay up. Introduces. We out. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.